This is the Back Porch Education Podcast. Today on the show, Steve and I talk about margins. Farming. Farming, yeah, that's going to show up. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Steve, I know that you see that the book in my hand is... Uh, George a, Herbert. It's a, yeah, it's a, well, it says the complete poetry, a compendium, if you will, of George Herbert. And I've got only six lines for you. I like Sherbert. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did I change subjects? A little bit. So, you know there's no second R in Sherbert? It's just S-H-E-R-B-E-T. Sherbet. Huh. Like the word, but it's yeah. It's French, so it doesn't right. surprise me. Right. But I mean, I've never heard anybody say, I, well, maybe I have, but I grew up saying Sherbet. and hearing Sherbert. Yep. I mean, that's how yeah, I heard yeah. it, yeah. Anyway. Interesting. Yeah. That one's for free, everybody. There you <laughs> that's go. Just, so it's six lines. This six lines. Easy. Here we go. Wait, George oh. Herbert. Right. Well, hang in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This this is good. Can we agree up front that you're going to break it down afterwards? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm happy to do that. Right. Um, Stour, thrall. Yeah, we'll be fine. All right, here we go. <laughs> when thou dost purpose aught within thy power, be sure to do it. Though it be but small, constancy knits the bones and makes us stour when wanton pleasures beckon us to thrall. Who breaks his own bond forfeiteth himself. What nature made a ship, he makes a shelf. All right, so 10,000 foot level. Uh, what is he saying? He's saying, when you set, decide that you're going to do something, do it. Yep, yep. Make sure that you do it. Constancy knits the bones and makes us stour. When? Well, when wanton pleasures, when, uh, you know, temptations uh, beckon us, uh, call us away from those things that we originally decided uh, were important to us. Yeah. Distractions. Distractions. And so, uh, when nature makes a ship, he what nature made a ship, he makes a shelf. So I think shelf here is the sort of like nautical, like the continental shelf. Okay. Right, like um, uh, basically, I think he's saying um, what nature made to sail across the water has been subsumed. It has has gone under it. Gotcha. Right. I I, I think that's what he, what he's after, but the. The penultimate line, I think, is the uh, one worth remembering. Who breaks his own bond forfeiteth himself. Hmm. Um, Let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. Exactly. Anything more than this is from the evil one. Um, Yeah. So, I like that poem a lot. And uh, I think that it is appropriate here. Uh, in a discussion of margins. Um, well, it reminds me... Yeah. So, I would do this a lot at restaurants. Okay. I, uh, as, a, as an only child, it would be my two parents and myself seated at the only restaurant in our little town. 
And especially if it was something along the line of a celebratory meal. Okay. Uh, I, I was allowed to order whatever I would like. Okay. And I would always order Catfish. a lot. Okay, yeah, all right. A lot. No, the... the, the and, and at some point in the process of trying to consume all of this food, young man that I was... Sure. It would, it would start to become a daunting task. And uh, my father at that point would look over and go, Oh, your eyes were bigger than your stomach. Right. And that's what came to my mind with that poem. Mm-hmm. That we... That we start out well and perhaps if not given the motivation of this poem or that which is behind it, mm-hmm. we might fall up short. We might, yeah. we, we may not deliver on the goods. Right. And and that fits our theme of margins because it is a... To, to, to define margin right. is that in farming terms, the land set aside between fields... Yep. Uh, for the good of the land. Exactly. And I've been around farming most of my life. I've asked, as a young man, why don't you plant all the way to the edge? Yep. Why is there this space that I learned to call margin? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was answered to me in mystical terms. Oh, Wow. Then the year farmer did you a tremendous favor. Yeah, it, uh, that's just how we do it. Uh huh. Well, what would happen if you planted right up, but against each other? The corn came right up to the wheat or whatnot. Right. So yeah. and he said nothing good. Uh huh. <laughs> and and I, you know, so as an adult, <clears throat> when I started running across this, in. in you when farming became this metaphor for other things. In life, the rest of life, yeah. You and I have used it quite a bit about education, right? Um, I came back to this con- conception of of extra around the edges, yeah. Not not filling whatever it is that we're talking about the activity, the pursuit, using every square inch available, right? As efficient and as profitable as that would seem, often it, it winds up costing more than it's worth yeah well so so take the take the guy who did the square foot gardening book right he wrote the square foot gardening book where um he is like you build this four by eight bed and you inject it with the best most richest soil in the whole world and you're off to the races and boom you're way over seeding way over planting and the production's incredible uh That's margins. It has very strict margins. He would never suggest that you do that to the whole entire yard. Right. Right. Like, within this production is allowed to be truly incredible as long as it is contained. Right. right. As long as there are uh, margins. And I think maybe the first uh, thing that I want to notice about margins, I don't know, man, I've got a lot running through my head, but but I think the, the first thing I want to notice about margins is that um, the, the more productive or the more powerful or more pervasive the um, activity you're doing, the more margin you need. Yeah. 
Right. Right. Like, uh, you know, uh, till it up and plant it doesn't require as strong of a margin as square foot, you know, square right, foot right, garden. Right, right, right. Um, if, but if, and uh, just walk out your back door and throw some seeds, well, that requires even less margin than uh, till it up and plant it, right? But if you're going to uh, get more intensive in certain areas, you've got to have even stricter margins uh, around it. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of testing that out as a principle in my own mind. I think that's right. Yeah, well, right. So my father and his eyes bigger in your stomach or you bit off more than you can chew. Right. Or it, that there's a, that there's a, <clears throat> an economy of scale. Mm-hmm. And it's, if, if we're going to take this into education, which is where the podcast would like it to go. Yes. Um, you know, we have this conversation all the time about the, the perfect number of students, mm-hmm. right? Which I don't think exists. Yeah. But I know what's being discussed there. Usually what's being discussed is how many can you still effectively teach right. in a given classroom. Right. Right. The, the one student in some regards is ideal. Of course. But it's not the same. It's just the teacher's mind and the student's mind. Mm-hmm back and forth right you well and it's just the t- uh the students parents pocketbook and the teacher's right, pocketbook. Right, 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 right. you know so yeah, there, the there's financial all sorts of concerns that come into play but like for instance with a seminar right you don't have it with just two people you have a conversation you have a dialectic etc but you don't have a, a seminar which is designed to it's the addition of those minds yeah and and you know i've often kind of cliche said well a dozen it was good enough for jesus it's good yeah, for sure, me sure thing. sure but there is something to say that 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 you want enough minds to fuel a good conversation mm-hmm. but not so many that everybody's reduced to a at best a minute and a half yep. in the conversation and 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 so we and i've even when been when i've been assigned a class for seminar that was 20 kids I've chopped it in half mm-hmm. so that I had margin, right? Yeah. And I gave the 10 on the outer circle mm-hmm. duties in the classroom mm-hmm. that, that that added to the seminar and added to their understanding of of the conversation. But then, then the inner circle was the ones actually actively performing a seminar. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, you know, I, I guess this applies as well to the... To the um, what what you're trying to say is that the more intense the activity in the classroom, the necessity that there be some some clearer boundaries. Right. Well, it's a it's a um, I think it's an admission of humility, right? Mm-hmm. Like I police, and I think that's the the right word. I but maybe to be more in line, I have harder margins set on cell phones in my classroom than I do on pencils. Well, why? They're both tools of communication. Fine. But one of them I'm less certain about. One of Mm -hmm. them is a more powerful tool. One of them uh, is, I'm I'm, I'm just less comfortable with it. And so it's not my pride that makes me, well, I think at least on my best days, 
right? Ideally, right. it's not my pride that causes me to to so harshly limit cell phone usage. It's my uncertainty. It's my humility mm-hmm. about whoa, right. whoa, 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 whoa. This thing can get out of control fast, right? Right. Um, so I I, I want to be um, I want to be especially careful. Can a kid write uh, something that he shouldn't with a pencil? Of course. And we have ways of dealing with it, right? Um, there are margins around it too. Right. But they're less distinct uh, because the tool is more readily used, you know, uh, more apt to uh, good, perhaps. You know, it, we could enumerate several reasons why. But, um, yeah, I, I, think that's a, I think that's a big part of it for me. So the, the margin and humility are intimately connected in, uh, in, in my mind. In the definition of margin is boundary. Right. So, so this is part of that mysterious aspect. Is mm-hmm. I don't think that it's limited to just being the line around the field. Right. Part of the uncomfortable or or, or awkward aspect of margins is that they're not that that they make space between fields. Mm-hmm. That the corn doesn't come right up to the wheat. Right. Um. And, and and that's a that's a different mystery. That's that's putting space around something so that there is uh, room. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not crowding. Right. So on the one hand, you're delimiting this far and no more. Mm-hmm. On the other, you're saying, but there. But you're not going to knock n- elbows with whatever's right next to it. Right. I, I, right. I, I think that this in some ways uh, uh, informs the wisdom in a school setting, and I would say that this is probably true even in a home educating setting, that we, th- you have to be careful about pushing efficiency to the point where... Dude, that's exactly the word. Yeah, please go ahead. Okay, we're done with math. Now, let's get to... Yes. In school, we have the students get up and leave a room... Mm-hmm that they associate with English right, and walk into a room that they associate with history or math right, or science. Science in particular, what do we do? We put them in a laboratory. Right? There you go. Even, even the, Goggles. Right. And, and, and this room is set off for mm-hmm. just this way of thinking and doing. Right. Right. And, and so, uh, but, but the time and... and God bless us for using bells to denote it. Yeah. As they slobber down the hallway <laughs> right. looking for the piece of meat. Right. Uh, Pavlovian reference right. there. Um, um, in, fact, in fact, one of my good friends in, in education, he and I got to know each other through a thread online where we were, we were talking about other ways to do the margin between classes. Uh-huh. And we felt like there was enough great classical musical pieces that, that, that surely we have the technology that we could play a Bach fugue wow. for four minutes. Right. And and we even got to where we got excited about the notion, well, just like I'm sure when you were in school, your your watch was to the second attuned right. to the bell system. Right. So <laughs> sure. that you could scoot into the seat yeah. right as the bell rang. Absolutely. Because I've got this five minutes of freedom and I'm going to use every... Right. Second of it. Well, we, we got into uh, discussions uh, with our teachers very early in the year about whether we had to be in our seats when the bell began to ring or when it was ending its ring. Yeah, right? ours was, 
in the room. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> but but uh, he and I were thinking that 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 this would produce a set of students who knew the piece of music so well. Mm-hmm. That they would know when it was entering their last few measures of freedom, <laughs> and be humming it. La, 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 la. <laughs> I got to run down the hall real quick. Right. Uh, but right. but so so this notion of margins to me has certainly your idea, your first idea of a boundary. Of a boundary. Right. I think that there's a a, a, a notion of room. All your yeah. elbow room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that there's some space between things that give me that oh okay short break right switch gears different set of thoughts now right um that that as i see schools try and well if they can do it in five minutes surely they can get between classes in four minutes well maybe three right um so so that when, when you were talking earlier about um the seminar being different than the teacher and student one-on-one, and uh, you didn't use this phrase, but like a big lecture hall, right, where it's right, the, right, the right. one and the very many. Right. Um, I, I had half a mind to quip uh, that uh, both of those uh, methods are too efficient, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That, that when it's just a teacher and one student, man, it is so efficient right there. Boom, 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 boom. Like ev- all feedback is immediate. Mm-hmm. There's no escape. There's no thought. Like there's no... Um, um, you can do the same amount of thinking in a much shorter period of time. Right. And the amount of coaching that you can do in the same right. amount of time right. is astronomically higher. Right. I don't uh, have to make any general comments. Exactly. They're all what I see. you need. I can read your facial expressions and know, boom, okay, you didn't get it, retrain, retrain, right? Now, there are ways of building margins into that, but I'm just saying it's a very efficient model um, when left to its own devices, maybe. Uh, Or, or, well, I don't even want to say that. It's just It can be efficient in a way that a seminar just cannot be. Right, right, right. Um, And the same with um, the lecture hall. It changes the definition of what's going on, right? The the margins have been set by the amount of people. Mm-hmm. Hey, look! Really, all we can super do super creative thought is just off the table. Right. The, 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 it has been excluded. Right. 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 Information delivery. Shut up and listen. Exactly. Yeah. I want Take that notes. pencil smoking. Take it. Take it. Right. <laughs> so. 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 Boundaries and room, I, th- I think there are other things at play here. Okay. When you say room, physical space is what no, you're... No, 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 you're talking elbow room. Elbow room. Elbow room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 That's good. That's huge. The, the break between things, right? Uh, but but in, in farming, the margins aren't used for anything. Right. They're wild. Yes, and that's always struck me. Yes, I want a well-planned lesson. Mm-hmm. If I walk into the classroom without any thoughts in my head, let's just see what happens today. Yeehaw, right. I, I do see things happen. <laughs> I'm usually not excited right. about the end Doesn't result. have much to do with Don Quixote, but... But I had to learn over time that 
okay, in, in college, teacher's college, there was this really long lesson plan. I never wrote a lesson plan for real school, mm-hmm. anything close to the four or five page monster that they expected of me when they were trying to pound into my head. Uh, it, it, so we've talked about this other times. I, I often felt, didn't know, but felt that they were turning an art into a science. Mm-hmm. Right? We're going to we're going to script this bad boy out to the end. And, and they really right. did want minute by minute. Wow. You know, that's and crazy. Cr- crazy because you would have submit that during student teaching. You, I had three of these. They have this multi-page lesson plan and they're following along. And you've got to score a certain amount on each of these to pass student teaching. Wow. And, and so I did it. Mm-hmm. I would never teach any of those lessons. I taught them to students, right? right. This isn't a real setting, right. a student teaching setting. Right. But I would never teach that way in real life. No. And as I got experience, I realized that part of what's missing from that is mm-hmm. margin, yeah. is the, the wildness. Right. Not taking over, right? Well, no, no, because, well, then it's not margin. But, but, but there is along the carefully... Uh, cloud rows some wildness Mm -hmm. and my willingness as a teacher to um, allow that in the classroom from time to time Mm -hmm. the unplanned moment we sometimes refer to it as a teachable moment well I would hope most of your moments are teachable but but what we mean by that we've called it when truth sneaks in right Right. or the light bulb or the aha moment or, 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 or you know yeah, there's a there's a lot of terms for it, but it's mm-hmm. but it's involved in this margin discussion, right? That that if I'm teaching from a place of rest, yeah, where I have enough confidence in the plan and my ability to teach, mm-hmm. and a kid goes, but I don't have to. Stomp that down. Yeah. Ooh, weeds. <laughs> right. You know, right. Roundup. Right. You know, <laughs> I could go. That's interesting. Knowing that because there is a, a, a hopefully a whole year's plan. Well, there's a there's a curriculum. Yep. Yep. And part of my job is to make sure that we stay on enough of the path to get them from the beginning to the end of that mm-hmm. map. Mm-hmm. That pathway. But but wandering off the path occasionally, because the path is fairly well defined, yeah, allows me off the path. But let's get back on it at some point, and I can go when 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 a, I mean some students are just trying to wreck the train, right? Sure. Let's, let's 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 mess with teacher or let's we don't want to do the work, so right. let's see if we can get him to talk about barbecue sauce or something, right? You know. But but when in the in the pursuit of truth, mm-hmm. as you said, truth sneaks in, or, right. or some some moment occurs where a student goes, "Well, what about?" And you go, "What about you. it?" Right? Yeah, that's absolutely. so much better than the plan I walked in. <laughs> right? Let's go for it. Right? Um, I think that that's uh, that's another aspect of a teacher feeling confident enough, I know where the margins are. Mm-hmm. And I recognize as we come around the row and go to go back, 
it, we might go off in the weeds sure occasionally sure we shouldn't live there right but it's a fun place to go mm-hmm. romp around in sometimes yeah so so that that to me it sounds a lot like uh the humility that should accompany teaching mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um this this willingness to um be flexible right to well i don't know about a willingness to be flexible it's kind of a bit redundant but but this um what it, it's a willingness to yield is what it yeah, is yield yeah right? that's a good term um to to just uh step back and, and and say thy will be done um is is scary um but it's helpful so you've you've uh mentioned um margin in terms of uh room right mm-hmm. and that could be uh well that's a lot of things uh you mentioned the physical space you mentioned it here in terms of mm, the lesson plan mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um what else is there i'm thinking about uh relationships with colleagues potentially mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. what sort of you know, teachers, we don't get water cooler talk like they're, you know, that that's not the way that it works. Um, but I don't know. I, I, there, there needs to something be something like that. Right. So and I've and I've struggled with this, uh, not in a interpersonal sort of way, but in a in a practical way. OK. How do you teaching teaching can be an incredibly lonely Collegial. I mean, you're in a room with a bunch of kids. Yeah. Right. And and I saw this in spades when I was working with with grammar school. Uh-huh. You know. So Mrs. Brown is with six year olds all day, right. and when she you see her at three o'clock, keep the guns away from her. Right. You know, right. She's right. ready to 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 talk. Have some adult talk. Right. Right. She needs in her life some a uh, some diversion some ability to interact with her peers right that that makes her better at dealing with uh, gives her the rest and the recovery that she needs to deal with mm-hmm. her kids whatever mm-hmm. they're because it's just as true of college professors as it is right. kindergarten teachers yeah no doubt uh, there, there's there's different reasons for the I need a break here, mm-hmm. but 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 it is a you're on all the time in the classroom. How do you how do you come right. off into a, a place of rest? Right, and I'm afraid that a school that doesn't address that runs the real risk of, of burning out teachers of getting of of hearing a lot about how they're um, they're mean to the students. Yeah, right? that 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 they that they need some help with that, and and. I don't think it's as simple as it, what I found with teachers is if you just just give them some time to talk, mm-hmm. what do they do? They start talking about their teaching and their students and, and their students, the, yeah. the jerky students in particular. Right, right, right. It becomes 
Uh, more than one book has referred to it as a duck pond, right? They just all start quack, 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 And teacher's lounge yep. notion. That's how many schools have dealt with it. We'll give them a, a common space right. with doors. We're going to build a margin around right. this talk. Right. <laughs> and, and, and yet often it's not what it ought to be. Right. Right. It's, it's not helpful. It's harmful. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think there has to be more than that. Um, a lot of people get um, uh, a long look if you give them like assignments. Oh, I, let's read this and all get together and talk about it. I know, right. I know you, you and in, in your school have done some of that. Right. Um, I've, I've had, I've had uh, you know, my colleagues were uh, pretty, actually quite good about, um, about jumping in. And it was refreshing to me because of, of just what you say, uh, I, not to, uh, think poorly of any of my colleagues, but just, there is that sort of, mm, feeling or that general sigh that you might expect, um, when you announce, Hey everybody, <laughs> it's Joseph Peeper coming yeah. at you. Well, <laughs> you it's the nature of a margin, right? Yeah. It must be done. Mm. It doesn't happen accidentally. Right. There's a purposefulness to the margin. Right. And yet, so so you're you're calling them to something that can be a real blessing. Yes. But you're couching it in terms that sounds like work. Yep. And that's the Peeper's a good person to talk about. Yeah. Leisure isn't work. Right. And we're calling them to con- contemplative leisure. Yes. Not on a couch with a cold one watching the game. Right. But pulling them out and away from what they do all day that they might enjoy each other's minds. Right. And encourage one another to good works. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so so there is a, always going to be a sense of having to make it happen. The school that, that, that wants it to just be yes. accidental is probably going to be discouraged. That's right. Unless they carve out time. Right. Intentionally for that accidental stuff to happen. Right. Well, <laughs> in which case, well, <laughs> I could have led uh, with a poem that I'm sure I've read on the podcast before uh, by Frost called Unharvested, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where in the last two lines he says, uh, may something go always unharvested, may much stay out of our stated plan, mm. apples or something forgotten and left so that smelling their sweetness would be no theft. Right. Uh, so, but, but I'm glad uh, that I went with Herbert um, because I think his um, charge to um, be purposeful, to do whatever you say you're going to do, uh, because if you break your own bond, you forfeit yourself. Um, I think that applies here in that margins are enormously difficult to... Um, hold mm-hmm. and maintain to in, to install mm-hmm. and to maintain because the the um the immature or the impatient farmer impatient. wants mm-hmm. to just coax a little more productivity mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. just a little bit more oh well and then it's it doesn't it doesn't last so this reminds me of the story in the scripture of Ruth yeah. Right. Okay. Where, in the 
her her mother-in-law and her are in destitute circumstances mm-hmm. until Boaz comes along. Right? Mm-hmm. In fact, their job was going out after the harvesters went through, right, and getting the leftovers. Yeah, getting that which had fallen along the way. Right, uh, corners of the field considered too bothersome. Yep. Right. And and the scriptures, the Hebrew law had made provision. This is what yes. poor people do. Yes. They go get they they get it from the margins. Mm-hmm. Right. They live off of. And and I think that there are plenty of instances in my teaching where the reason students enjoyed the experience wasn't because of the planned lesson. It was what happened in the margins. Mm-hmm. It was the um the discussion as we started class before we got going. Right, right. Or or between classes, mm-hmm. right? Hallway conversation, lunchroom conversation. Yeah, big one. Carpool conversation. Um, and, and, and I would say that this goes right over into, it's, it's a magnificent part of home education is there is less of the hard, uh, it's probably not bells ringing in your Right, in your but just education. boundary but, schedule. What the the conversation you weren't planning on that just oh, yeah. pops up along the way right. in the corner, the leftover. Right. You know when we were talking today, Dad, and it was going on like this. I was wondering. If, right. But it's not history time. Right. Now, <laughs> right. Son. Stop that. This is undirected play time. Yes. Go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What are you doing? Violating. Right. Um, but that's. I mean, so we often use the term lifelong learner or whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that this is where this is where we pull it in for a landing today. That marginal life, mm-hmm. a life lived with good, hearty, sufficient margins. A lot of the margin in my life is my reading time. It's my meditative time. It's right. my when I'm not getting it done. That's when the really cool stuff's happening. Yeah. And I think a quote-unquote building a lifelong learner, which is a common thing I hear in schools. Sure. Teach them what to do with their margins. Oh, dude. Teach them to to learn all the time instead of learn when it's time to learn. Mm. Right? Uh, back to the word efficiency, I guess. No doubt. Um, all right. Let's let let's end with this. The poem I should have read. <laughs> okay. A twofer. It is the poem which immediately Bookends. precedes the one that I read. You just read the wrong one. I read the wrong one. This is <laughs> well, I read number twenty uh, of the church porch. This is number nineteen. Alright. The way to make thy son rich is to fill his mind with rest mm. before his trunk with riches for wealth without contentment climbs a hill to feel those tempests which fly over ditches (laughs) but if thy son can make 10 pound his measure then all thou addest may be called his treasure wow you're right that fits the conversation perfectly
Vegetables. Vegetables.